You're listening to Partnernomics Podcast, where we discuss the art and science of developing successful strategic partnerships. To learn more about the suite of Partnernomics solutions, visit Partnernomics.com. Welcome back to another episode of Partnernomics Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Brigman. And on today's show, you are going to be stuck with me. <laughs> I'm going to took some inspiration from one of my friends and a great podcast leader, uh, Rob Spee. And so Rob has a, an outstanding podcast, Channel Journeys. And a few weeks ago, he had a podcast where he had shared some of his insights uh, with folks and didn't have any guests on. And I thought, man, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting. I should should do something like that. And uh, as, as it would have it, we're big fans of Elementor. And as, uh, as a part of being uh, in, a, in an Elementor group, uh, we were invited to participate in a webinar that they had, kind of this summit. And there at the summit, the keynote was none other than Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. As we're pretty big fans of him too, it's uh, just really interesting to see how he sees the world. And uh, in that keynote, Gary had mentioned that uh, he always recommends giving away some of your best content or basically giving away your content. I think so many times uh, these subject matter experts and different thought leaders from around the world, um, in my humble opinion, they they guard the secrets and guard the insights way too close uh, to the vest. It's really about making everybody better and sharing those insights. That's definitely a philosophy that, that we have and, and obviously something that, that Gary shares. And um, so... Yeah, so I was thinking about that. You know, what are some some insights that we could share uh, that uh, that we use and deploy and teach and our clients use at Partnernomics that would be really valuable? And uh, it, it also reminded me of a podcast uh, that that Rob Speed did fairly recently with Paul Bird. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think it was done on the second of June that uh, you can find. But in that podcast, we were really humbled uh, to be a part of that conversation. But but Rob had mentioned uh, the term sheet. You know, just how the term sheet, Rob has obviously been a channel leader for a, a long time, a number of years, and has, you know, tons and tons of experience. And so I had the honor, had the pleasure of being able to work with Rob for a while whenever um, we were going through our content. Uh, we're taking him through the Partnernomics content with a cohort of other folks. Uh, where Rob had a chance to see some of the different tools that that we used. And in particular, we had a really lively conversation around the term sheet. And maybe it's one of those topics that we've heard about for, you know, a number of years or throughout our career, but I am frequently amazed still as to how many companies that don't use the term sheet or, in my humble opinion, kind of either misuse or just don't get the full amount of value out of the term sheet. And so I wanted to do a session just where, hey, let's let's follow Gary V's recommendation. Let's, uh, let's give away some of the best content that we have. And as a matter of fact, um, if you are interested in getting a copy of, of the term sheet, just send us an email, uh, marketing at partnernomics.com. Uh, or I imagine we'll have Tyler post this uh, out to LinkedIn. Just throw in the comments there of a way that we could reach you and we'll get you access to the template. So all of our different tools that we have as a part of the, the Partnernomics process, 
whether it's strategic partnering plan, templates, uh, candidate scoring tools, um, all of these different tools, the term sheets, we have them in template forms where people can download those as they go through our training or go through our, our coaching cohorts uh, and team cohorts. They have access to those, but we want to give those for free. Uh, we want to help people become more successful at partnering. So what I wanted to do is, is dedicate today's session to talk about term sheets. I mean, exactly what they are, how they're used, when to use them, how to use them, all of those good things. So, you know, I think one of the first things that we need to think about is um, the types of partnerships that, that we're engaging in. And, you know, a lot of times I hear partnering professionals say, well, you know, we're, whenever we're working with our referral partners or whenever we're working with our channel partners that's specifically for sales, um, we have a very strict, stringent, prescriptive uh, contract or agreement that, you know, there's, there's really no need to use a term sheet. And I kind of beg to differ on that. You know, I think a, I think a term sheet allows for just some really efficient conversations and communications to uh, really level set on expectations on the front end. And it's a real convenient way to do that without, you know, pulling up a 30, 40, 50, how many ever page agreement that, that you have to be working from. And so um, term sheets in general, I would say it's it's definitely not just for those highly strategic or um, highly innovative based partnerships, but they can be, f you know, designed and, and provide a lot of value for very, you know, what I call transactional uh, partnerships where there's there's already a recipe and it's pretty clear on the types of terms and the expectations for that. But the term sheet, I think, just gives you a document to very overtly share what those expectations are. Um, you know, as I continue to, to work with, you know, our clients or just talk to professionals literally from all over the world, um, I commonly hear that the vast majority of, of partnerships that are in place especially those that are sales oriented, right? So think of kind of the sales channel or, you know, referral based partnerships. I mean, gosh, how many times do I hear 80, 85, 90 plus percent of partners are basically providing no value? And so that begs the question, you know, what is wrong with our process? You know, what could we do better? What could we do different in our process so that we are forming partnerships, we're forming relationships with the right organizations, that we have that correct alignment, and uh, we, we both have this commitment to provide value to each other. The term sheet is one great way that, that we can do that. And so, you know, so many times what people do is whenever they're working to put agreements in place, again, whether it's on the strategic side of, of the partnering continuum, uh, where there's some, some real innovation involved, or the opposite end of the spectrum, those more transactional partnerships where there's already a recipe built, um, we tend to just grab the contract, you know, grab, grab the closest contract, whatever template seems to fit for this particular partnership type, 
And then we start to dump some terms into that contract after we've had a few conversations and we toss it over the wall. And then what happens? You know, the next thing you know, you are, you are negotiating a contract, uh, you know, from you're, you're negotiating an agreement or an impending agreement, a potential agreement from a 20, 30, 40, 50 page contract, which is never, never a good idea. So the term sheet in general, just right out of the gate, it allows you to really focus the conversations to see if a partnership even makes sense. And so a lot of times the the term sheets will start off literally as just an email with two or three or four bullet points after you have that conversation. And then as, as you continue to kind of vet and evaluate and peel the onion, so to speak, to share you know, what this opportunity is, what you're looking for, then you can transition that conversation into a term sheet, right? Into this one to two, generally just one to two page document that will continue to grow over time, but it stays in this very light term sheet form. Um, you know, another thing that, that commonly happens, frequently happens is with these, with these negotiations, as soon as a contract is tossed over the fence via email or whatever collaborative tool, as soon as a contract is put into the conversation, company policies say that you have to have an attorney help you through that. You know, for a lot of companies, that's their policies. That's kind of the way they roll. And, you know, I I think attorneys, um, you know, they, they want to be helpful. And they have an obligation to look out for the company from a risk standpoint. Uh, But what happens is when attorneys come into conversations, they want to be helpful. And if you are still negotiating the business terms with potential partners, the attorneys want to be helpful and they think that you need their help. And so they jump in and they try to help negotiate the business terms. And that is that typically never works out well. What you need to do is use this term sheet to negotiate 100%, everyone, 100% of the business terms of your deal. And then whenever that term sheet is, is essentially fully negotiated out, then that term sheet is then handed to the attorneys or it's used by you or whomever based upon your, you know, your, your practices. That term sheet is used to then build an agreement. And then from that agreement, then you're ready to send it over to the prospective partner. And then they work with their legal, legal team or whomever to put that agreement in place. But by that time, all of the, the business terms are put in place, which is exactly where you should be. Okay, so now this begs the question, okay, so Mark, what is this term sheet thing? I mean, what, what does it look like? How do we use it? What are the different components uh, of, of the term sheet? So I want to step through. So our term sheet, our standard template term sheet, has eight different components in that. And I want to step you through uh, these eight different components as things to consider as you work through different partnerships. Okay, so the first component, uh, we just call it company. And so really, this kind of hits on describing who your company is, your type of culture, uh, you know, what your 
really looking to, to do in this partnership, and then specifically spell out the ideal partnership that, that you're looking to put in place and the ideal partner. You know, so many studies time after time, you know, talk about how the mismatch of cultures um, is a key reason of why partnerships do not work out. And so this first component, company, gives us an opportunity to describe our company, our organizational structure, our culture, and the way that we are looking to, to work with other organizations. Uh, share your mission, your vision, your core values. What do you guys hold deeply? Um, are you scrappy and innovative and risk takers, you know, moving fast? Or are you at the opposite end of the spectrum, very risk averse? Uh, kind of describe the type of company that you have, the type of organization uh, that you have, just so the potential partner can get a feel for the cultural fit or the cultural uh, meshing that these two organizations uh, will need to, to work together. I think so many times we overlook uh, the cultural side and we just specifically go directly to whatever the resource is, whatever the strategy is. I mean, what can you do for our company? What can we do for, for your company? Uh, more from a resource perspective. And we completely overlook the, that cultural aspect, which is vitally, vitally important to, to put in place. The next component or component number two is just the opportunity in general, right? So let's paint a picture of this opportunity to partner. Uh, what is what is it from our company's perspective? What is it in the market uh, from, from that perspective? And then how do you see this particular company potentially being a fit there? So one of our tools that we use earlier in the process is a strategic partnering plan, an SPP. And so strategic partnering plans, they're not partner specific, but rather they are uh, partnership initiative specific. So if we have uh, this concept or this initiative where we want to set up a channel that uh, is specifically going to go uh, after accounting firms, um, well, so that will be uh, laid out in the strategic partnering plan. It's a very specific partnering initiative that is going to target accounting firms. And then so the phase two of that is whenever we start to talk to prospective partners, and then that's where we're going to, to put the term sheet in play. But term sheets are partner specific, right? It is that document or ends up growing to be that document that then gets volleyed back and forth between the potential partners and, uh, you know, and, it, and they are partner specific. And so component number two has us, you know, just kind of speak to what is this, the total opportunity here? What is the opportunity that you see, but specifically for uh, this particular partner? Component number three is what we call qualifications. And so what specific qualifications are you looking for from this particular partner? Maybe it's years in business. Maybe it's certain uh, certifications. Uh, perhaps it's the reach, uh, either regional reach, national reach, global reach. Um, is there a particular size, you know, volume of, of revenue or certain capacities uh, that, that a company can bring to you? Obviously, it depends on the opportunity, 
but what are certain qualifications that the company must meet uh, in order to be a partner? Let's kind of make that known early in the process. Component number four, so it's goals for the partnership. What are, and this will start off with your company first and then grow into your prospective partners, but what are the intended outcomes? And <laughs> this is our opportunity to make this black and white. How are we going to define success? What are these intended outcomes? It blows my mind how many uh, clients and, and just, you know, just folks in general that I talk to on a, on a daily basis where they describe putting agreements in place, but these agreements have no obligations to them. Well, that is the whole reason behind a contract. That's the whole reason behind an agreement is because we are agreeing to obligations. We are agreeing to outcomes. We are agreeing to, to put forth investments um, of time, energy, effort to make uh, you know, this vision for, for the future through this partnership come to fruition. If you're signing agreements and your partners have no contractual obligation to perform, do not bet on them actually performing. So number four, component number four, this goals of the partnership, this is our place to put those intended outcomes and to really start to, to tee up what each company is going to be obligated to perform as a part of that contract. The next is component number five, which is team. And so this is our opportunity to talk about um, our team, our partnering team, and, uh, and in particular, who is going to be responsible for leading this particular partnership. So which one of our partnering team members uh, would be responsible or could potentially be multiple uh, team members that would be responsible for, for this partnership. And then it also gives you an opportunity to... Um, to talk about your expectations and really even your requirements. So say, for example, um, this, this initiative would require your partner to have one dedicated full-time equivalent, one dedicated FTE to this initiative. That's how important it is for you. And you could also specify we're big believers in governance processes, um, in particular for those more strategic relationships. And so in teams, you can lay out uh, a requirement or at least the recommendation to have quarterly reviews uh, of the governance team specifically. And you could also lay out um, either requirements or strong recommendations to have team level reviews, uh, working team level reviews from each of the companies on, say, a weekly or on a monthly basis. But this is the this uh, component number five teams is what gives you the opportunity to set the stage of expectations from a collaboration perspective. Uh, next is component number six, and this is communications. And so this is really talking about how you will uh, share information, how you will connect with one another. This really piggybacks on component number five, which is teams. This component number six, communication, just talks about how often will you have meetings? Are they, I mean, literally sometimes they could be daily. Uh, the, the last few years that I was at Sprint, I helped manage a, a $5 billion 
um, strategic, a global strategic partnership with Ericsson. And it was called the Network Advantage uh, deal. And in that network, network Advantage, for the first three years, we had daily stand-ups uh, with our counterparts from Ericsson. And so that's kind of an extreme case. But this gives you the opportunity to lay out when uh, the teams are going to get together, and then also the types of information that they will share. Um, so the different dashboards that you will uh, put in play, the metrics that you will share, all of that will be specified here in component number six, the communications. Next, we get down to component seven, and these are the deal terms. And so, you know, whenever we think of the term sheet, we really think of, you know, the terms of the deal. But as we've shared, you know, so much more uh, can and really needs to be put into term sheets. But really, as we continue having these conversations, it's like a funnel. You know, they're going to start off really general, but then start to get really specific over time. And then we're going to start to specify uh, various deal terms that we're looking for, right? So is it a, a two-year deal, a three-year deal? Will it have auto renewals? Uh, what will the payment structures look like? Will there be a revenue share? Will there be explicit monthly payments? Um, will there be any exclusivity? Will there be any termination for convenience rights? Uh, what are maybe some of the legal terms that we would want to put in here? Will there be indemnification or some of these different elements? One of the recommendations that, that we make specifically is if you have... Uh, deal terms and specifically legal terms, although an attorney would never agree with this, we say, you know, there's there's business terms, which the business unit has authorization to, to assume those risks. And then there's quote unquote legal terms, uh, which is more of kind of the company side risk that the attorneys uh, are there to mitigate and to, to watch out for. But a term sheet is a great place to also include those legal terms. Uh, so let's say uh, limitation of liability. Uh, there was a lot of deals that we were doing at Sprint where there were no limitation of liability um, whenever it had to do with privacy data or whenever it had to do with data. So as you can imagine, that's a very, very sensitive topic. And so um, the companies were not interested in having a limitation to liability and then also, as you'd imagine, there's a strong desire to have indemnification clauses in there as well. So the deal terms, this uh, component number seven, you know, gives us an opportunity to memorialize and start to put um, those components into place. Because again, whenever we get this term sheet totally baked, uh, this, this term sheet is used to negotiate all of those deal terms and whenever we hit the finish line with this term sheet, it's then used to put the contract itself in place. I mean, the contract is, is written from the term sheet. And then finally, we have uh, component number eight, which we call for consideration. And so component number eight is kind of that catch-all or that parking lot for new terms, uh, new ideas, new concepts, new conversations that we want to have with prospective partners. And so as we have these regular meetings, uh, we can set these, these new conversation pieces in component number eight for consideration. And then we just know that whenever we have these additional conversations with prospective partners, we go through that list 
and we address the components. And uh, if it does make sense to add those up to the top section, we'll add them as a deal term. We'll, we'll make certain agreements of, of certain data we're going to share, different elements or metrics, KPIs we're going to include in different scoreboards. We just place those uh, up into the top side of, of the term sheet where it makes sense. All right, so there we have it, the eight components of the Partnernomics term sheet. So again, just to recap, uh, component number one, company information. So culture is absolutely king. Component number one, company information, it gives you an opportunity to, to share uh, your company culture, uh, your vision, mission, core values, those things that kind of make up your DNA so that your prospective partner uh, can, can see that, and then it just opens that conversation to, to compare those. It's also important to note that with these eight different components of the term sheet, um, you're going to share it from your company's perspective, but then each one of these potential partners is also going to be sharing the same information from their company's perspective. All right, so much we talk about alignment, this just gives you a single document where you get each of these different components to, to see the alignment that, that is there or is not there. All right, so component number one, the company information. Number two, the opportunity that is there. Number three, qualifications. What are those unique uh, capabilities that, that each company needs to be able to bring into this partnership? Number four, goals for the partnership. How do you define success? What are those intended outcomes? Number five, the team. So who are the people that will be involved? Who will be managing that relationship and what's required from a teaming perspective? Uh, number six, communications. So what? how often will you be sharing information? What type of information will you be sharing? What kind of data uh, will be there? Uh, what are the scoreboards and dashboards? What do those look like that we'll be sharing? Number seven, the core deal terms uh, that are a part of this relationship. So that'll help us put the, the business case together. And then finally, number eight, for consideration. That's where we're going to capture these additional ideas as conversations uh, can continue to, to, to evolve. So one of the great things that the term sheets that it does for us and the value that it provides is it accelerates the process to get to know. So not only accelerating the process to, to yes, but it also accelerates the process to no. And so how many times have we been involved in partnering deals and in these evaluations and we get literally easily months, if not quarters into having these conversations only to find out from a revenue share perspective, from a process perspective, from a data perspective, from a legal terms perspective, that we couldn't do the deal. And it takes us nine months to figure out what we actually knew from day one. Is that, again, from a financial perspective, from a legal perspective, from a capabilities perspective, we could not do the deal. And so one of the great values that a term sheet will bring is, is just these requirements and these expectations on the front end that will allow us to accelerate the process to get to know. And so we never, never, never want to negotiate from a contract. We never want to negotiate from red lines that are being tossed back and forth. What we want to do is use a term sheet so we're actually negotiating 
from that term sheet, which is just very specific. Uh, it's very light. It's very directed. It's very focused on those certain business terms. And then we're going to use the term sheet to write the agreement. So after the term sheet is, is completely negotiated with all of those uh, business terms, then we're going to use that either you know, from ourselves or from our attorneys, but that term sheet will be used to write up the, the first version of the contract. And again, uh, we are happy to share this Partneronomics term sheet with you, uh, the A component uh, sheet with you. If you are interested in getting a copy of that and using it for yourself and for your own partnering teams, the, the deals that you do, uh, please send us an email, uh, marketing at partnernomics.com. Just put subject line uh, term sheet and we'll be happy to send that back to you. I hope that you have uh, enjoyed this little bit of a different podcast that we pushed out there. Uh, let us know if you enjoy it. Um, and we are all about sharing information uh, the mission of Partneronomics is to make strategic partnering become a core competency for every client. And so we are in the business of, of your success. Um, until next time, have a great week. Partneronomics Podcast is brought to you by Partneronomics. Learn how to leverage the power of partnership. To listen to more episodes of Partneronomics Podcast, visit Partneronomics.com.